Hey guys. Hey. Welcome to TMJ uh, Syndrome. I'm Tim. I'm Mitch. I'm Jason. All right. And away we go. So uh, what have you guys been up to? So I, I came across this new thing uh, whilst perusing the YouTubes recently. Yeah, that's a dangerous thing to do. It really is. Um, so you guys remember like seeing the Tide Challenge? Tide Pods. Like Tide, Tide Pods and, and, the, and the Cinnamon Challenge. And the there was like what the Condom Challenge where you drop a condom on your head filled with water. Well, there's a new one. Yeah, I do remember kids are stupid. Yeah, there's a new one that raises the stupid bar to a whole new level. Uh, I saw this this thing on, on YouTube. It's called the Fire Challenge. Um, the, the Fire Challenge? Yeah. So apparently kids are going into bathtubs, uh, covering themselves with rubbing alcohol and setting it on fire. Awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when I was a kid, I used to use it as an insult, like a scary insult, like set yourself on fire. Yeah, now, now people re- are just now they're it. really doing it. Yeah, yeah, now <laughs> they're doing it. Now they're just and they're doing it. They're doing it for fun. Like, what is what's what's the challenge? Like, what do you get? I don't even is know. This like, like, hack a friend that you hate and want to die. <laughs> like, I is that? Even, I don't even know. I just saw it called a fire challenge, and I'm like, what is this? And it was a it was a compilation of a bunch of kids lighting themselves on fire, covered in in rubbing alcohol, and it was a couple of them were hilarious because they were in a shower and the shower was running they light themselves on fire and then they freak out because they're on fire. So they run away from the water. Also, do they not teach stop, drop and roll anymore? Because none of them were stop dropping and rolling. Huh? So like, I don't know if they teach that anymore. I remember that. I remember. And I think they need to bring that back if they're not, because it's important. It's for, especially <laughs> when you set yourself on fire. Yeah. And it's it's funny, okay. So like, what are they what are they putting on themselves? Alcohol, like yeah, rubbing, rubbing alcohol, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So it's it's kind of funny because what they're like in the shower and then they're they're trying to oh I'm gonna I, I'm right next to the shower so I'm gonna wash myself off. It's like, but uh, these kids also just like didn't pay attention in any science classes. Yep. Because like the fire just kind of floats on top of the water. Yep. Oops. I mean, they should have gotten baking soda. So, is what they should have done. That is true. Or salt. Like alcohol fires. Or you got to have or baking just soda. Not do or it. just not do it. Yeah. I'm saying. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Let's not talk about yeah, how let's... to do this better. Let's talk about not doing it at all. No, no, no. No, that's crazy, man. <laughs> like, if we're, we got to talk about doing it. If we're going to do it, we got to do it right. Well, right. These kids need to not be in the shower. They need to be in the kitchen. And they need to have the baking soda. And their friends need to be there and just like poof, like with baking soda all over them. Then they wouldn't stay catched on fire. I mean that's that's true. Yeah. Or, or the fire extinguisher maybe? Like just not do it. Well I was looking up this thing on several news articles and this other news article pointed to a another similar uh challenge fad, the boiling water challenge where you're supposed to drink a vat of boiling water and an 8-year-old girl died from it. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Which I'm wondering where these are coming from. I almost feel okay. like we're, we're, these challenges are being made up by a forum we won't name, and and just seeing if people pick up on it, and they do. Probably, yeah. like and this. They end this, up in the ABC, hospital. this ABC article says that these kids are doing it because they feel they feel like they don't fit in, so they're they're trying to fit in with the fucking disembodied internet. Yeah, like right. Who cares? So I think <laughs> it's I think it's funny. Probably what's probably what's really happening is. These I saw an article the other day. They were talking about how like Iran is like making different social media posts and trying to get people on different sides of political. They're probably doing that kind of stuff too. Like, huh? Wouldn't it be funny to set yourself on fire? Well, that that said forum did that with the iPhone waterproofing app thing. Yeah, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Just... It's dude. It's gotten to this point. It's like people are so willing to accept what's on social media like it's almost like we just have to ban social media like what's well, not even the stat i think it's a problem with like obviously your parents are doing a bad job because when i was a kid 
we didn't have social media, but the media that we had that could take you to another place was TV, movies, and video games. Yep, yep. And my parents, parents, whatever, were quick to tell me how what the difference between reality and fantasy was. It's maybe not so clear when it comes to social media because it's coming from other people. Well, and people are repeating the same thing, making yeah. it sound like it's true. Mm-hmm. So you say yeah. some stupid thing, like, oh, yeah, like, you won't get burned up when you rub alcohol over yeah. yourself and set yourself on fire. You'll well, be fine. Like, you know what's a good example of that? When I was a kid, before I had the sex talk, there was some dickhead at school that told me that babies are made by peeing inside a girl. And when I was in, <laughs> when I was in second grade, I believed it until I came home and repeared, repeated it to my mother. My mother then gave me the sex talk in second grade. You nice. know what I'm saying? Because I believe it from another person. Now imagine seeing that in a mass scale. Set yourself on fucking fire and you become magical or some shit. And some kids are like, I want to become magical. I want to be fucking I wanna, magic. I'll, or like, could you imagine telling because like the superhero crazes are going on right now? It's like you yeah. turn, you set yourself on fire, you'll get fire powers or some shit. Like, yeah, you'll be, you'll be fire person. <laughs> the government's hiding it from you. Real life superheroes found. Find out if you're one by setting yourself yeah. on fire. The government is lying to you. Set yourself on fire. <laughs> like, I can normally put myself in the shoes of others about some of this stuff, but this is one I have a hard time doing. Like, yeah. I've never really been that gullible. Even when I was, like, some most of these kids are doing it between 8 and 16, according to this website. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I... That, that sounds about too. the age where you're fucking stupid. Yeah. And but are you that stupid? Were you that dumb? I, I wasn't like I wasn't that dumb where I would like I would be like you know what this is going to wound me yeah and I'm okay well, with it I was like, a little bit but I did I got it out before I was eight years old like yeah. a, a example was my mom had a cigarette lighter in the back of her van and I pushed it in there not knowing what it was and it popped out and I didn't know what it was and I literally took it and like slammed it on my hand and that was a that was my that pain hurt. lesson I bet you wouldn't yeah. have set yourself on fire no after that. it was my pain lesson it's like turns out fire hurts. Yeah, yeah, it does. Is it because these kids haven't had experiences with pain? Maybe. Like, everyone's been cooking and cleaning for them or some crap, and, like, they've never gotten in front of a gas stove and accidentally touched their hand to the pan. Like, oh, my God, that hurts. I mean, I, when I was their age, I was lighting other things on fire. Yeah. But, and then I, you know, I would, like, burn, burn my burn hands. yourself? I would burn my hands, and I'd be like, oh, fire hurts. Okay. Yeah. So you I don't were, want that on my body. It was like, is it is the problem, like, there's these kids who are like way too sheltered and like they're they're not being given the opportunity to I think it's a combination like it is about being sheltered and then seeing something online like the invincibility thing right like there's a point in time when you think you nothing bad will ever happen to you like yeah. I think I had mm-hmm. that until my first car accident when I was 16 Wait you're saying the bad things could happen to me Yeah nothing bad could happen Well so like if if we're if we're living in a more digital age and people are more indoors and not doing things outdoors and seeing the things like that, and then they're seeing people online do these things and they're making it look like some somewhere, somewhere, somewhere was uh, the original fire challenge and they did it right and nothing happened, right? Yep. And then someone's yep. like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna do that," because and then it became a trend or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there because there is. There is a science to it, right? Yeah. Um, if you do it exactly of, right, if or you do you it exactly the, right, yeah. and then the like whatever liquid that's flammable burns up, yeah, and then it's gone, and then it's and then you're good, right? It's like the same thing when I don't know if you ever took a a lighter and you make like a pocket in your hand and you like yeah, put I put the gas in and you light it on fire and you open your hand and then yeah, like, I used a to be in the magic and then it goes away, right? When it's I was magic. a kid, I used yeah. to, I used to be in the magic and that was one of the things you could go you can go to a magic shop and buy you know the the the, the alcohol to light yourself on fire, but yeah. it's it's so quick to get out and not hurt you because it's also like a protective lining. Yes. Yeah, it's different. Like, so yeah, I get that, but like, so my teacher did it in science class yeah. in high school. He took like your alcohol put it on his hand and then lit it and it was like this cool thing where it's like you're seeing the and he's like oh wow that's really cool but like he explained why it's not hurting him and like the amount that he put on was not like taking an entire bottle and just like covering his whole body in it you know is that is that what it is it's it's the science teachers that are doing that kind of thing god and they're like look it doesn't hurt me and they're like oh cool then they go home and like check it out it's not gonna hurt me and they dump a bottle of rubbing alcohol on them which is not pure alcohol yep (laughs) and not the same thing and then light themselves on fire look mom look oh god dude so like i used to roll my eyes when i used to watch like wrestling (laughs) or like say super dave like did you remember super dave no he was he was like a comedic daredevil okay Oh, yeah, okay. And before all these episodes of, like, wrestling or Super Dave is basically was telling you, don't do this at home, this ain't real. 
And his I used to real? roll my eyes because I know shit. I know that even as a young kid. But now I'm wondering yeah. if those labels were there for if they worked. They're like, very important. They're very important. And yeah, you well, don't like, get that from YouTube or social media. There's Jackass no, had that too, right? Yeah. At the very end, Jackass like, was later in my life because it came out yeah. in like early, late 90s, early 2000s. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But it had that same real warning. kid. Right. Totally. Uh, don't try this at home. Yeah. We're and, doing stupid shit and probably getting hurt. Like I could see I, if these these become keep getting publicized in the media and YouTube is always the thing that's being mentioned here because that's where they're posting it. Yeah, I could get, I could see YouTube because YouTube is very paranoid right now about what content comes on their website. I yep. could see them like not necessarily banning this type of stuff because you could stage it to be entertaining, but making them have like a a, a notice beforehand. Now that ban may, everything. Don't try it at home. Any kind of video thing. that's posted to YouTube with the name challenge in the title is gonna get banned. Ban it just it. gets banned. I'm I'm just not a <laughs> oh, fan man. of banning. I'm really not. But like, because I'm saying you could make an entertaining, yeah. comedic skit, as long and you could have professionals all around you, depending on your level of income. Not you know not like a like a dude just trying to do it himself. But I could see them maybe doing that. But they would probably do the. They would probably take a heavy handed approach to it, because that's usually what they do. Yeah, because it's such a massive site. True. We'll see, man. Well, kids are crazy. Don't don't eat Tide Pods. Don't set yourself on fire. Don't drink boiling water. Yeah. Don't especially the boiling it. water thing, man. Like that's that sounds worse than all the other ones because now you're messing up your internals. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, that's why you yeah. die. Don't be stupid, kids. Yeah. Like, uh, who knows? I think Philip. I be. think Philip DeFranco said it best. Don't, don't be, be stupid, stupid. stupid. Need to get that shirt. I do need that shirt. Shirt, perfect. Yeah. So teach your kids that social media is not a new form of peer pressure. They're not gonna. No one cares. Well, they may care, but you shouldn't care. If you know you're trying to be accepted by the whole. Be like me. Yep. Don't like yes. people. Yep. <laughs> Everyone be like Jason. You won't set yourself on fire. You just go. What the fuck are you talking about? It'll be cooler for it anyway. Trust me. So Mitch and I have been playing World of Warcraft the last two weeks, which you've noticed since we haven't been playing No Man's Sky. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to give our impressions of it so far. And so far, it's generally positive. Yeah, I think so. There's some annoyances. Like, I, I don't understand why you level up anymore. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Actually. Um, it... Like, they're trying to, I think they're still trying to keep with that progression system, right? And progression feels good. Progression always feels good in whatever game that you play. But the leveling progression, I think, at this point, has gotten to a point where it's just too... Yeah. It's too high, and it doesn't really do anything. And it, and it, it doesn't necessarily serve a purpose anymore, either. Yeah. So, the to, for some context, Tim, because you don't play WoW. Loser. For some reason. Um... <laughs> The new level cap went from 110 to 120. Yeah. Right? And But in those zones, there's like three starting zones that you can play as either Horde or Alliance. You can play any one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, all the mobs scale with you. So as you get stronger, they get stronger. Uh, your gear goes up as well as you yep. kind of, as you level up. Um, but like for PvP, PvP is all scaled. So if you are a... 120 and you come across a 110 or 111 character it's open season it's man. open season but it, it the 111 character is scaled that you guys are scaled to match for power so it's not like you can just crush someone wait so if you have some awesome whatever item that makes you super better like it's just scaled to like, whoever you're well, fighting against will still that, make you better that, and like the, stats the are still stats there. will make you better so yeah. like if you have higher critical strike then that will give you an advantage but like the Eye level of the items, the item level, not so much. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, there, I mean, there's still some benefits, but it's it's not as apparent as it used to be. Like, um, you can't just go one shot someone that's ten level ten levels below you now. Uh, the you the way that they've made the game is you, uh, you need to get your reputation with all of the factions up to. There's like four levels of uh. Of reputation, mm -hmm. so you start at normal and then friendly, honor, revered, exalted. That's five. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, you have to get to at least revered, um, 
to make sure that you unlock all of the story. Uh, you can't use your flying mounts in the new zone until you are revered with all of them. Uh, and you complete like a bunch of other quests, including and all the storyline quests. And that's months away. Oh, and it's months away. Yeah. What's, so what's the lore behind why you can't use your flying mount unless you're revered with them? They have like anti-artillery weapons. They, really they say, shoot you down yeah. or what? Like before they they did this new pathfinder system, you would just have to pay a boatload of money and to like use flying in that zone. Yeah, it, I mean, so the flying thing is kind of interesting, right? Because they they did this. I think it was first in. Um, I think it was Wad. Was it Wad? Wad was the first Pathfinder, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So in in Warlords, so what happened was they released flying in uh in Burning Crusades. Yeah. So you could go to out and to the Outlands, and you couldn't get your flying mount until you hit max level. And you had the money. And you had the money. And then the next level came. The next uh, uh expansion came out, and what they noticed was for an MMO, there wasn't really a whole lot of like MMOing going around in the real world because yeah, everyone was just everyone flying around. Was just flying around. Like you go to your, oh, I have a quest over here. Fly up, fly over, fly down, kill the guy, fly up, fly over, go to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh why so, wouldn't you do that? Exactly. So in Warlords of Draenor, they said, okay, in this new zone, we're not gonna have flying. Uh because we want to keep the community like we, you should be able to see other people on the ground. Like you should be able to interact with everybody and everything, right? Okay. Uh and a bunch of people got pissed. They're like, I want to fly. I want to fly. Uh, and so they were like, okay, they like, fly, well, guys. so in order to fly, like, we want you to experience the zone, so we're going to give you, like, this list of achievements to do. And when you do those lists of achievements, you get a thing called Pathfinder, and when you have Pathfinder, then you can fly. And that's how it's been since Warlords. Yeah. So Warlords had it, Legion had it, and now here it has it. And so there's not really a lore behind it, other than it's just, it's how to appease the keep everybody on the ground for the time being, so it feels like an MMO. Yeah, and then still give people flying in, in later on, yeah. which is fine. And, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and fine. go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say uh, that it Final Fantasy 14 has a similar system, but it's not nearly as harsh. Where you have to unlock flying for each zone, and to do that, you have to go find these like air currents. So you have to explore the entire zone, find the air currents. Some of them are in obscure locations, and once you do that, you can fly in that zone. But there's eight zones for per new expansion pack. You gotta go to the next one and find the the the, the current. Not as harsh as the Pathfinder because the Pathfinder won't release. Pathfinder Part Two won't release probably for several patches. Wow! So at least in at least in uh, Final Fantasy, they have some kind of lore aspect to it, right? Yeah, you got to find it's the like, air currents oh, so your mount can. It's air currents. I'm doing quoting fingers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so they make it so you have to do all the quest lines. They have they make it so you have to like explore everything. So they're like the reason to level isn't necessarily there, right? Yeah, because you're you're already needing to do all the the all the storyline progression, so you get the story, you get the lore, that everything that's going on. You mm -hmm. need to get yourself up to revered. You need to go explore all the zones. You need to do all these things that don't require you to level. Nope. That they could just give you a gear progression. And, and well, I mean, the new leveling is the artifact grind since Legion. Yeah. That is the new leveling. That's what, how you got your talents in Legion. Yep. Is the artifact grind, and it's how you get them now. Yeah. Like, so, like, the need to actually go up in levels is not, doesn't need to be there. Non-existent. It doesn't, like, it doesn't really do anything for the game other than just give a, a bigger level cap, I think and then it makes it harder for someone to level from, and yeah. now instead of leveling from 1 to 110, you're leveling from 1 to 120. It's, most of the time, though, I know, like, if I were to go buy the game now, they give me, like, a free, like, oh, go to max level. Yeah. Which, just makes it seem like just more to your point like there's not really a reason for the level yeah. if i'm just going to get an automatic race to the max yep i agree well, you're not you still gotta get those you still gotta bang out those other 10 levels by yourself though so you, yeah. you, you get max level being 110 and then you, oh, have, to, you okay. have to run through the content for when for now for now right but so like later the on newer expansion pack comes out yeah so like towards the end when they announced another expansion pack that boost will now go to will then go to 120 because then you can experience all the current content yeah. without yeah. having to level up. So it's really, it seems like the purpose of the leveling is more to get people to experience the new content that they've done and not just immediately like, oh, I'm going to go into dungeons I think and grind for I think yeah. they're fearful that people won't do the, won't want to do the content unless they have some sort of leveling progression. So, I don't know. 
but they could do it differently, right? Like uh, so, you when put you the do, gear into the when you do a zone, when you do a quest line, you get a at the very end of the quest line for a specific zone, you get a quest to go do the dungeon in that zone. Mm. They could make those quests. They already have other dungeons that are you can't do until you unlock them. Yeah. You could just put unlock things in front of dungeons to prevent people from just dungeon spamming to get gear. Yeah, yeah. like there are mechanics that they could use that they currently use to counteract that. Because they've also, um, they've also talked about a little bit, or and they were asked about it uh, at least once on one of their Q and As about reducing the max level, because uh, they've done a bunch of of stat squishes. And um, that's got to be real annoying. Can you imagine yeah. the, the amount of effort it has to do to go through a stat squish? You have to go yeah. back and retool all of the gear. Well, and they did this one differently. Pretty crazy. Yeah. They did this one a lot differently. The last time that they did it, they did it um, procedurally, and then this time they wanted to do it a little bit better, um, mm-hmm. and so they did a lot of things manual. Um, but they've talked about and they've been asked about doing, instead of just a stat squish, uh, doing an actual level squish. So, like, all 120s, for example, would go back to level 60, and then the new cap of the next expansion would be 70. You think that would piss people off? Uh... I don't know. I know it would make me a lot happier I because care. it would yeah. like it would make it so that I could get a max level character for an alt a lot quicker. Yeah, than... you could even have a, a like a a Metroid style um, reason for it because in Metroid every game you lose all your garbage. Oh. Something happens and all your 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 stuff from the last game is gone. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, and it was like, oh, the the heroes of Azeroth were depowered, <laughs> like by. The you, old gods. You <laughs> woke up, and the last ten years were all a dream. Yeah. Oh my god. But <laughs> That'd be ar- so upsetting. <laughs> but, but but they'd be like, put the artifacts back. <laughs> put the like, artifacts here. I bre- I bet you they will bring it back. What if they like? I bet you. I was thinking this the other night. Like, and for those who don't know, the new artifact is a hard Azeroth. What if you had both? What if you had your artifact weapon and the hard Azeroth, and you had to level them both up? Well, that was your your new thing. That'd be interesting. Yeah, because like here's the big threat. That's the Void Lords expansion pack. Because the Void Lords are like the the biggest bad ever. Because the Void Lords created the old gods, right? And the Void mm-hmm. Lords is what Sargeras fears. If you read that into that lore, like the reason why he created the Burning Legion is to fight off the Void Lords by killing off everything else. He basically kills off the energy that the Void Lords use to sustain themselves, which is life. That's why that's why the Burning Legion uses the, scour- the scourge and all that stuff, like yeah. purge all life, because that would also remove the food source of the Void Lords, from what I understand. But anyway, that would be the big bad expansion pack, and you would need both the artifacts to do it. Well, they did hint pretty heavily uh, towards the end of last expansion of um, Light versus Void. Yeah. So I think that would be a thing. That would be a thing. You would need to have, like right now, we're in the dumb expansion. Like, we were out running dungeons last night, and yeah. one of our 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 friends got a new uh, weapon upgrade. It's literally like a, a stick with some metal on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You go from using like this, this famed, uh, you know, weapon. This was a mythic dungeon, by the way. Yeah. She's a uh, paladin. Yeah. So she was using, well, for, she was using Ashbringer, but obviously yeah. not anymore. Cause you know, tank, but anyway, it doesn't matter. You go from like using like this super cool, like powerful weapon in the lore and everything like that. And now this new expansion comes out. And one of the weapons that I got was literally a stick with a rock tied to the top. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, and it's more powerful and it's more powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these, these sticks are way more powerful yeah. than your epic. So I kind of get it. Frostmourne. I kind of get it because this this is the expansion pack, supposedly where we're not going to be fighting the huge threat, which we will. They already hinted at that at the Gamescom with that uh, Azjara trailer. Yep. But the idea is like this is the this is the expansion pack where it's like we're bringing back down to earth, and this is about the factions fighting, so you guys can get your sticks and your torches and fight each other. Da, da, da. You don't need the big bad fucking ancient relic to help you beat off you whatever. Need a, you need a stick. To go fight yeah. the alliance, yeah. but in future expansion packs, that's probably not going to be the case. And people are going to be like, "Why the fuck do I got to stick with a rock on it when I'm fighting off the void lords or whatever?" Like, I'm I'm just saying, man. They so here's the thing, right? They lam- they named it the Battle for Azeroth, right? And they're like, "Okay, yeah, it's the Battle for Azeroth. It's Horde versus Alliance, the faction wars, and everything's blah blah blah." blah. Yeah, get and em. then and then like in a patch or two, they're going to be like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, all these. 
all these gods are coming out and and we got to save them guys it's the battle for Azeroth. Duh. Ah, uh, now we gotta save Azeroth, and like, oh, good clever job, yeah. Blizzard. Well, we so, did no, it. you got me. So beyond the leveling, one of my other major complaints was, and then it changed, uh, was the dungeon design, and it's definitely bad for the first two difficulty levels. But in Mythic, it makes a lot more sense, and it feels a lot better. Mythic feels really good. Yeah, actually, but it feels like time wasting in the first two difficulties yeah 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 it's it's almost because like mythic is ideally like how a dungeon should be yep that's how they i think that's how they 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 tool the difficulty and how they and they make it with mythic in mind where it's almost like gives a shit about the other fucking difficulties yeah casuals i guess i don't know but filthy casuals I'm curious if that's going to <laughs> they're, they're just the worst <laughs> yeah i'm curious if that's also going to translate into the raids like um, obviously LFR is just a fucking joke, but like normal is normal gonna be like this is boring, and then heroic is like okay, it's a little better, and then mythic is gonna be like the best. I don't know. I don't know. I don't usually do. Uh, I never do raids up to that point. I just don't yeah. like to commit the the I'm... two three nights every week. Uh, so yeah. usually the raid content I do is just LFR just to get the story. So yeah, we'll the, see. The, yeah, I'll probably do. Since we have a guild now, I'll, I'll may, I may try on Thursdays just to do a couple bosses of Mythic. I want to see what it's like. But yeah, I agree. Maybe. But like the, we'll the highest raid tier I got in Legion was Heroic. And I was tanking. And I wasn't in a guild. I, I, was, I would often get asked from this guild in another realm just to come along as a backup tank. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's as much as I got to it. Um, I, I don't... One of my complaints, though, and I, I know I can't change this, is I, I'm getting the rep grinds are getting old. Like, I know that it's a lot easier this time. They have, they've given you a lot of, like, dangly things to make it easier. Because mm -hmm. you can, like, get these inscription things. Like, if I want to level up another faction while getting um, World Quest in another zone, I'll still get 10 points for that faction, even though it wasn't the quest that was given to me in that zone for the World Quest, I mean. So that makes okay. it easier. Um, your follower missions are there, like... I just hate it. I just don't feel it's filler content. It really it is. is. It's like, it's a reason to keep you in the game. Yeah. Doing stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they got to do something. Yeah. Because otherwise it, it just turns into like, okay, cool. I'm max level and I've done all the raids. Mm -hmm. I've gotten, I've gotten the highest level I can get right now. Now I'm just waiting for the next raid to come out. Like, I guess I'm going to yeah. go well, uh, mount grind. I mean, this, what, since this, this expansion pack was, supposed to be about the faction war this this would have been a good opportunity to create a um sandbox zone yeah you know like maybe have the whole warfront idea not be pve maybe we can have a pvp zone where we need to do the pve stuff and gather resources so we can get our npcs out fighting everybody maybe the engine can't handle this so they can't do it on top of like fighting players and stuff like that like having a sandbox zone end game sandbox zone like a null sec with PvP in mind probably would have been good for this expansion. Would have been. When you guys yeah. when you guys were talking about uh the other day about that PvE zone, it's like you're like, Oh yeah, and you, you have this fort you're trying to attack and whatever, yeah. and it's like, oh but it's PvE, like oh Yeah, it's well. supposed to be, and the idea was it's supposed to be like a Warcraft three RTS game. Yep. Yeah. And the the strat like apparent I've seen videos online from beta the one thing that's impressive, and maybe this is why they can't do it for PvP, is there are hundreds of NPCs running and fighting each other, you know. And I know, like, the WoW engine's starting to show its age, and one of the problems that the developers have said in the past is, like, having tons of NPCs plus players on the same screen is problematic. Like, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe, them to rebuild the engine. Maybe... Maybe within the next couple of years or something, you know, now that they've done the Warfront or they won't be releasing it soon, they'll try to do something similar to that. Yeah. And who knows, maybe they'll, we'll get like an engine refresh or something. I mean, if I they do that, they'll probably just get WoW 2. True. And they'll, they'll do a time skip, reset it. Because right now, someone mentioned the other day that most of the lore that we're getting comes from the stuff that started in Warcraft in the, in, in, in the 90s. Yeah, it's all continuation off that. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, would it be cool to like do a time skip and just start start a new thing? Like, start fresh, like another like couple hundred years in the future or something. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. You're not tied to tied to the old lore of 
of old Blizzard and try to do different things and da 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 da, you know. Or it's another dimension. I mean, what they could do is like if uh, if I were to try to reboot the universe, like if you're gonna fight these later on, you're gonna fight these cosmic void lords, and once you do, you will unmake and remake the universe, destroy that's everything. Like, that's like the end of Wow. Yeah. Wow. The first weren't they kind of hinting the. That's what uh, they were trying to do. What was it? Uh, the because the, the old gods are basically like, like um, Lovecraftian old gods. Yeah, very. And weren't the didn't the um, in Starcraft two the god dang it the Zelnaga weren't yeah. they also like Lovecraftian old gods? Yeah, yeah, kind of. They had the tentacle faces and everything. They did have tentacle faces. Yeah, it seems like that's where Blizzard likes to go to. So. Everything ends up in tentacle faces. Yeah, well, because it's an homage to to the hentai Lovecraft, gods to Lovecraft. Yep. <laughs> you know, because uh, I've never been big on cosmic horror, but it is neat, and it definitely seems to have a resurgence. Yeah, specifically like because of Bloodborne and this and da, 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 so I don't know, but yeah, like the the big thing is you win, but you unmake and remake the universe because like th- that seems to be a theme going on in a while right now. Like in Legion, they say basically that you killing Illidan Stormrage was stupid. And and Burning Crusade, like, oh, you guys were not heroes, you're idiots for doing so, and then you have to go through all this work to get him back. Hmm. You remember that? No, I don't. I didn't really play. You play the PC. Demon Hunter storyline. You basically, if you play the Demon Hunter intro storyline, they basically show you that the heroes of Azeroth from the Horde Alliance killing Illidan Stormrage was fucking dumb. Like, oh. and you, you've doomed yourself by doing so because Illidan Stormrage was like the chosen one to stop the Legion. Yeah. And they're basically showing you like that's a theme now. Like all these things you're doing, like you're, you're doing this great stuff by raiding this thing, but maybe you aren't. Maybe you're the bad guy sometimes. Maybe you can't see the bigger picture. That kind of stuff. That would be a good twist. Yeah. I do like those kind of twists. Oh, what a twist. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm liking the expansion pack. Just some few gripes. We don't need to level up anymore. Um, I haven't really done a lot of PvP besides world PvP. Yeah, same. How's it being able to kill people in the world again? I love it. Yeah, and and honestly, like the the item leveling is better for that. Honestly, you're not getting mobbed by jack- jackasses. Mm-hmm. As much as that, I know that from a RPG spam um, standpoint, people hate that. Where like I'm powerful, I should be powerful. But from a gameplay standpoint, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, like I love being able to turn PvP on and off. I I like being able to. That's very good. Be like, okay, I just I need to go gather a bunch of herbs to work yeah. on my profession. So I'm gonna turn war mode off, so I can go out into the world, not be bothered, and just do the things I need to do. And then uh, care bear mode. Yeah, care bear mode. And then on the other side, I like being able to like, heh, war modes on. Oh hey, I need to kill that boss over there. Oh look, there's an alliance that's got it down to twenty percent. Yeah. Well, you're dead, Alliance. Oh, thanks for uh, almost killing that boss for me. I'll just, uh, you know, finish it off. Thank you. That's awesome. When it, what sucks, too, is it's why we're calling it our, our impressions, because you can't really give a full review, because not everything that was announced in the expansion pack when you were buying it is out yet. Yeah. You know, the Warfronts aren't out yet. We don't have the first raid tier. We don't have all the allied races. We don't, which are all features that were announced in the expansion pack. So giving a review to this game, like a full review, is very hard until... Yeah. At least until those announced things are out, in my mind. Yeah, and then you can just do patch impressions. I agree. You know, how long do you think until the next thing? Uh, Are Uh, we getting Warfronts are supposed to come out on September fourth ish? Yeah. So another two weeks. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, I think that's when we get the first big patch, and that's when we get our first raid tier too. Yeah. Um, when Mythic Plus, I believe, is coming out this week or maybe next week. I think I I want a maybe. Let me look it up here. I don't remember. Um, but that's not really a feature. That's a feature of the last game. That's not. That wasn't a selling point. Yeah. Mythic Plus came with Legion, so. DFA release. But yeah, so that's hard. To, it's really hard to give a, a complete impression without those out. So. And plus, where the storyline goes and stuff like that. Yeah, for so, sure. But. Yeah. So look for more later on. Yeah. Hey, have you guys seen the latest thing about the new NVIDIA cards? Yeah, I watched um, 
the live stream on Tali's stream, the guy, the wild guy with Mitch. Um, at I first, think... I was confused because there was a leak about some like what one eleven eighties that doesn't seem to be real anymore. It's all RTX brand. Yep. Now yep. it's up to the the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Because they started the stream with, all right, everything you've heard on the internet is wrong. Perfect. And then they said they were announcing the 1180, and then they got to the real announcement. Which makes me wonder if they did that on purpose. Like, some of these, uh, I think some of these these companies that they hire will, will leak out false details on purpose to see, just to throw people off, which I think is probably a good idea. Oh, my God. I oh, 100% yeah. would have done that as them, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you put out all this false information so that, like, it doesn't matter if your stupid employees leak stuff. You're just like, all right, whatever, like... Well, and here's the thing, too, right? False, uh, false flags out there. Like, one, if you if you leak something, then it's a whole bunch of free advertising, right? Yeah. Because yeah. then all these all these different news article uh, news outlets are going to go through and and make their clickbaity articles to get traction to their site based off your leaks. And so, then I will click them. Yeah. So it works really well. But then two, um. I almost feel like if you leak your own stuff, even if it's wrong, like you you leak something to like kind of misdirect people or whatever, uh, it could potentially serve to be like, oh well, like look, there's already stuff leaked, so I don't have to go worry about like digging up more things if I'm trying to leak things from a. I don't know. It makes sense in my head. That's yeah, what matters. Makes sense. Yeah. So what I thought was what I thought is interesting the new what's it called ray bands ray bands ray tracing ray band tracing ray band rtx on they call it or whatever ray, yeah it's when you so take your ray band sunglasses you put and them you on, put them on the, game the graphics card and the <laughs> game gets better yeah i thought they were talking about sunglasses for a little bit and i was like i don't understand how sunglasses are going to make the game more efficient but you know nvidia you got me like i'm interested and so it's interesting to me that in NVIDIA, the very first thing, very first, like, uh, very first benchmarks they put out are all about, you know, the Ray-Ban tracing, Ray-Ban, Ray-Band, Ray-Ban, whatever it is, Ray-Tracing, Ray-Ban. That's what it's fucking called. They're gonna lose I'm going to call it that for the yeah. rest of the thing. The So they use the Ray-Ban tracing, and and they do the benchmarks of their new cards versus the old cards using the Ray-Ban tracing. And uh, what's what's funny about it is, like, obviously the new cards, like, completely destroy the old cards in yeah, terms like, of that benchmark. destroy it. Like, I'm a little upset about myself for buying that car, but I'm really not. Cause it, I'm not going to upgrade until it drops, like, a couple hundred bucks. Well, the thing is, though, like, there aren't games that are out that yet can, that make... Yeah. that take advantage of that new technology. Mm -mm. And so it's interesting. There has been some benchmarks that have come out for more like industry standard. And the benchmarks have been like, oh yeah, the new uh, the new 2080 is about a 50% improvement on the 1080 in terms of like realistic everyday gaming stuff. Mm -hmm. So they overhyped it or like... Well, I think it's it's just a matter of you can you can make certain metrics tell a story for you, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's only a f like a handful of games right now that are going to be able to take take advantage of ray tracing. Well, yeah, and that's I think I was talking to you guys earlier last week, not on the podcast, but in private, where I was like, the only way this is going to even be big is if a new console generation comes out, because the AAA gaming industry still makes their games with consoles in mind. Yep, they're not going to mm -hmm. make a they're not going to make a PC game unless they're like some obscure studio because like the witcher 2 believe it or not before it went to consoles was made with pc in mind when it first came out yeah and then it went to consoles um so once the new consoles come out then then we might i might consider upgrading a card at that point whenever that happens so. yeah i mean that that makes sense right and i i almost think that the timing of this release of this new technology is kind of almost in line with what we expect for new consoles. Um, yeah. Because we didn't see any refreshes or anything like that of consoles this year at E3. No. Like, we saw the PlayStation released the, the Spider-Man-themed console, which is all red and looks oh badass. Oh, boy. And it's it, a PS4 Pro, It's a PS4 too. Pro, yeah. yeah. It, it looks really cool. But... They have a Kingdom Hearts one, too. 
the fact that uh, Nvidia released their, you know, their updated card and their updated chipset because that's what it is, right? It's an updated like it's a complete rework of the chipset of what makes a graphics card. So with that in mind, uh, it could mean that we get something announced next year at the next E3 for an, another console, which goes to your point, Jason, that it will, it could yeah. spearhead uh, the list of games that might take advantage of this stuff. Well, I, mean, I can even add on to that, too. Like, two of the biggest games that were announced this E3 were Bethesda games that everyone was hyped about. One was Starfield, one was Elder Scrolls Six, and they were basically like, this is so in the far in the future that they are hinting that it's not going to be for current-gen consoles. Yeah. It was like, just like, hey, we're making... Well, and then I think the Elder Scrolls Six announcement was, was just, just a, like a... Like, yeah, shut up, we're making it. Yeah. Okay, yes, yes, we're making it. Stop yeah, asking stop us. Stop asking us, yeah. Do you, do you think that the... Do you think that at this point, the new console, the developers are like talking to to uh, the console makers and like they already have the next gen console out oh, and already starting to get requirements and so stuff like that? I have some friends in the industry and before these consoles are even announced, they send dev kits out. Yeah. And I don't yeah. mean like a day before. I'm talking about years before. Yeah. Do you think we're at that point yet? Probably. Probably. Absolutely. Yep. What's, what will probably happen is like the games that you've been announced this year, like Doom Eternal and a bunch of stuff, will, they'll have ports ready with up, you know, like higher scaled ports of those games for the next console generation. So there's actually software on there and it'll have like one or two exclusives. Doom Eternal Definitive Edition that's for what, Xbox what that 2X. Would be. That's what that, that would be. Because like what happened to Grand Theft Auto Five? Oh, like yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five launched at the end of the Xbox 360 and PS3 cycle and then literally got released. On the newer ones, and that's where yep. the cash cow has been on. Is that is that what it's going to be called? The Xbox? The Xbox 2X. The Xbox 2X 360 Pro? Yep. I don't even know. One 2X? According to how their marketing strategy is, they, they may not even <laughs> change the name. They may just call it Xbox One. And Xbox just, 2? They, I, I think they want to keep that branding the same. Xbox One? Yeah, I think that's what they were saying when it was oh, first announced. But it's not the Xbox One. You're going to have so many confused well, people walking into Best Buy. the reason why they call it the Xbox Buy. One is because it was the one Xbox you'll ever need. That's yeah, what they were thinking. Like, if they release another one that's called Xbox One, yeah. right? And, and then you have, like, the families and the moms and the dads that are wanting to buy their kids an Xbox One for Christmas. And so they walk into Best Buy and be like, I want an Xbox One. And then, like, the... Stupid sales associates, like, oh, you mean this one? And it gives them the last gen model. Well, they, and then the kid wakes dude, up Christmas pull, morning and is all upset. They'll pull those, won't they? I you know, know what would happen yeah. is someone's mom is going to go to the store and they're going to see two Xbox Ones on the shelf, and one of them is going to be like two hundred dollars yeah. cheaper. And what does mom do? Mom's like, well, I mean, they're the same thing. I'm just no. going to buy the cheaper one. Yep. They but, bring that hoe home, and little Johnny is yeah. very upset. Well, my point is, if if consoles are emulating PCs, which they've been doing this generation then there's no need to keep rebranding the the consoles like there maybe the next playstation isn't called playstation 5 it's just called playstation maybe it's and called playstation pro plus yeah double double plus awesome yeah because no, we'll, if they break the playstation naming scheme i'm gonna be upset it needs to be a playstation 5 yeah it could be because i need to have Every in, single in one. In its labeled spot. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a labeled spot for for PS1. That's where the PS1 goes. Yep. And PS2 yep. and PS3. You PS4. have all of uh, Not anymore. Okay. But there's a spot <laughs> for it. Uh, I, that, Sony may not change that, but I do wonder if Microsoft will rebrand the new box. Because they seem to be going with this all-in-one thing. And they've said that the reason why they named it the Xbox One is because that they want that to be the one thing. Because it was already confusing as it is because there already was an Xbox One. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, probably just called Xbox. They yeah. could just call it the Xbox Ultimate. They could call it Xbox. They could call it the <laughs> Xbox Infinity. The Xbox Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I like it. They need to start making these Xboxes modular, I think. If they want to go through and like start having an Xbox that is uh, like, oh, this is the last Xbox you ever need to buy type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the Xbox. Make it modular, right? Like make the the main component that contains the chipset and everything a piece. So when you need to upgrade your Xbox, you just upgrade that piece, and then your hard drive stays in there, your disk drive stays in there, and like, oh, I need to upgrade Can my you, hard drive. Like, that'd be, take that that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you're just like, oh, the next generation thing came out, and here's the upgrade pack, which is like three hundred bucks yep. or something, right? So it's like a little less than buying the console straight out. Yep. But you can you can just buy. 
you just buy the upgrade pack and it just like is a little block that comes off of <laughs> yeah <laughs> that I thought there, comes off i thought i saw a concept not for microsoft but some other thing where that was a thing it was literally you literally slid it out and slid in the new well they upgrade. had that for cell phones yeah because yeah. the idea was like a cell phone that you could change out the ram and the processor and all this stuff yeah and specifically the camera because a lot of people that's really important for new cell phones to get the newest and best yep. camera or whatever um but yeah that'd be that'd be interesting it i mean they already actually they already have that it's called a pc no now you're you now can... you're crazy talking that pcs and consoles are not the same Sir, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, let me, they are, they are sir. different. Well, bringing it back to the the Nvidia cards, what do you think about the Bring intro price point? Like, I think it's normal. Is it normal? Because I've seen well, people complain it's a little online. it's a little higher than normal, right? Like, um, I think when I bought my 1070 when it came out, I want to say it was about a hundred dollars cheaper than what the 2070 is launching for. So I bought mine for four hundred, and theirs is five hundred. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think that each price point is probably about a hundred or so dollars more expensive than the previous lines when they announced. Um, but I mean, it's not that bad. And it's, if, if what they're saying is true and it's supposed to be like this huge upgrade, uh, from like super future, like super future proof, then yeah, then it, then whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so if it's. That's only regards to the ray tracing, right? Like if it's if it's only a fifty percent actual improvement from the previous generation, do you think that's worth the money? I mean, fifty percent improvement is a big improvement. It is. So I agree. I would say yeah, because uh, the other thing that they were talking about with it was the um, the deep learning that's supposed to be integrated with it with that chipset. And so it's supposed to go through and, and um, like, one of the things that they were talking about were, like, edge rendering, right? Uh, it was supposed to, the chipset's supposed to go through and recognize edges of, uh, like, items and games and whatnot. And then uh, with its its uh, deep learning super sampling, patent pending Buzzword. technology, uh, it can make edges a lot more smoother and, like, look a lot better. So I think it's... I think there's a lot of different improvements that are small things that are just going to make the games look better overall. Yeah, just make them look more real, more and more realistic. Mm -hmm. like, so I can play WoW with you know 2080 Ti. Yeah, I don't. It's gonna be great. I don't think it's WoW that you're gonna get the big improvement off of. I don't know, man. Those new AAA games. I think what what was one of the examples they did that was like Shadow of Tomb Raider or something. Yeah, Shadow of Tomb Raider. Uh, Shadow of Tomb Raider and Battlefield Five are the two main games that I am aware of uh, that take advantage of both ray tracing and the deep learning part. See, I mean, because those games, especially like the Tomb Raider games, because they're set in these like landscapes with trees. Mm -hmm. stuff like that really interesting to um like you make a big difference for those kind of games i think that that could be pretty cool well yeah and, and i don't know if you saw the um the example that they were showing but like with the ray tracing right because the big thing with the ray tracing is it's supposed to go through and uh simulate light and shadows uh like how we would actually be instead yeah. of how the current generation uh simulates it so one of the examples that they were showing was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and they were in like this plaza, and there was like a dance or something going on, and so there's like all these spotlights on people dancing or whatever, and uh, it was it was actually really neat showing between when they turned the ray tracing on and off uh, to show how the light moved around the characters and how the different colored lights shown on showed on the ground like surrounded the characters and how their shadows portrayed compared to previously where it was just like, okay, the, the characters are illuminated and it's just like a big black spot behind them because like, oh yeah, that's, that's shadowed. So we're just going to put a shadow here. Like it's, you know, it looks kinda, a lot cooler. You know what's kind of funny about that? So when you're like a lot of times in video games, they use the idea of like light and shading to actually guide like where, like the gameplay. Mm -hmm. So like some games that don't have, don't have a lot of good direction they'll guide you by it's like oh well this thing over here is like bright or there's this like shadow that's cast over here versus the bright so like the contrast right yeah whereas it's sort of interesting like if you have like ray tracing you might have to rethink some of that kind of game design because it's like procedurally generated essentially right 
Well, sort of. it's so it I mean it's not going to change what is shiny, but it could potentially change how that shiny thing emits lights and re- and reflects on the environment. Yeah. So I'm saying like point. maybe it changes how how it, it it makes it either stand out more, stand out less, like maybe like that box in the corner that's casting a shadow stands out a lot more than it did before. So now I'm like over here like trying to beat the box to try to see if there's like a key in it. Whereas it's just like, there's a door over there, buddy. Like, just go to the door. And it's like the game testers are just like, for God's sakes, go to the goddamn door. Stop going to the box. Did, uh, did they say could be if the RTX on, which is the ray tracing on, was that something games could opt into, like Hairworks? Uh, yeah, so it's a, a, it's a feature in the game that you turn on, from so, what I understand. Nice. So then maybe that would solve that. The games that opted into it would hopefully account for that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's what I was wondering if it was like, can I turn RTX on in Oblivion? If I can, if I go play Oblivion. I mean, the know. game has to. Yeah. I didn't know if it was yes. like a toggle that you did yourself or if it was in the game settings, RTX on is in. Oh, the, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I, like I'm, hair works. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like, from what my understanding anyway, it's going to be like hair works where okay, it's cool. a, it's a setting in the game. Yeah. The game has to support it. And then you go into the game's settings, turn, turn ray tracing on nice. and then it turns on. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, so it's just like anything, I guess. They're a good developer. They'll do a good job with it. If they're not, they won't. I hope I hope they True. implement it well, because Hairworks tanks every game's FPS. Yeah. Like, I, that I've used it on. I don't know if there's, like, if you if you fucking, what's that, uh, where you take two cards together? Um, SLI? Yeah, I don't know if that improves it or not, but. Yeah, I don't know. I... You gotta get a, you gotta get a Titan... Like two Titans that's a lot together. Need, you don't to... even need that anymore. Apparently, the tight the ten seventy is better than Titan, isn't it? Or is it the ten? The, I'm sorry, the twenty eighty, twenty seventy, twenty eighty. I think the twenty eighty is supposed to be okay. And the twenty eighty Ti definitely is. I I think they were saying that the twenty eighty Ti was as good as an amount of Titans. I forget the number, but when talked about ray tracing. Specifically, is what they were talking about. Uh, I think they were talking about just in general of the, of the card, the performance of the card. Yeah, I mean, as of the time we're recording this, I don't think a lot of there hasn't been a lot of like real ben like real benchmarks about it. Correct. Just yet, so it makes it a little makes it a little difficult to really say which one is better. But that's an interesting that's an interesting claim. Like this is better than a bunch of titans. I'll yeah. I mean, we'll see. They're supposed to come out um, and deliver at the end of September, I think. Yeah. Yep. So at the end of September, I'll I'll be more interested to see when people start getting their hands on it and throwing a bunch of shit at it like they normally do. Because yep. like, there's no better way to test your product than to throw it in the hands of the world. And yeah. that'll give us more real-world uh, performance and see if it's actually better. And throw it in the hands of a bunch of nerds yeah. who just want to prove you wrong. They're like, oh, oh, it's 10 times better. Let me let me talk about why <laughs> I just spent twenty thousand dollars to build this rig over here with ten Titan TIs. Someone's all, gonna do that. All SLI'd, and here's your one twenty eighty TI. I find it's it, not better. I find it interesting <laughs> too. It's, it's it's a it's about the same. It's not better. <laughs> I uh, EVGA <laughs> be something like that is my go to card buyer and they are currently are only selling the 2080s on their website like they don't you can't yeah they were switched over yeah, yeah you can't even get it on amazon through them yet yeah it's only on their website because they they're, they're limiting one per household yep to, you know them crypto miners they're probably frothing at the mouth yeah i i was i'm curious what's going to happen with uh cryptocurrency when these come out right is it it if it could be better at mining, who knows? Um, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how it affects that world. So, based off of uh, Nvidia's uh, like shareholder uh, meetings, it's probably. I think they've done. They've either done something, designed the cards so they're not they're not better for crypto mining, or they just don't expect crypto mining to be a thing anymore. Probably because the price has gone down a little bit. Um, because they they actually downgraded their forecast for what their sales are going to be, and their ta- their stock took a huge tank because of it. But it was like is specifically on crypto, and like they've said multiple times, like we are not betting the company on crypto mining. That's not 
Oh, sure. They they think it's a fad. It's not their core market. They don't want to market to it. They don't care. Like, if you guys want to use our cards for crypto mining, whatever. But it's not a thing. It's not a thing that will uh, will be something that they use going forward. Um, and it's like what they're really banking on is, you know, gaming and AI. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, right? I don't. I don't think the company. I don't think it would be smart for them to bank on on cryptocurrency. Um, but the statement of like, oh, crypto, like Bitcoin's going down. Like, oh yeah, it's just a fad and it's over now and everything. Like, well, like Bitcoin was at a dollar and then it raised up to a thousand and then it went back down to like $20 and then it went up to 19,000. Like, yes, it's on a downward trend, but yeah, who knows if it's actually dead right now. It's, I agree. Don't bank your cards on it. I don't know if I would say that it's like, it's done with. Who buy some Bitcoins if it goes back down to a dollar? I would definitely buy Bitcoins if it went back down to a dollar. Because <laughs> like, so many <laughs> buy twenty Bitcoins, right? And like the worst case, you're out twenty dollars. The best case, you just made twenty times twenty thousand or more. That's a lot of math. Four hundred thousand. I did that. Yep. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. What I think is interesting about coins specifically is like these social networks that are using a decentralized coin to basically fund themselves to avoid advertisers. Have you seen that? Like Steemit or Mines, they have their own coin that like links into the Bitcoin. Bitcoin, what was it? Where uh, is it? Ethereum. I don't know enough about it, but like if you go to that platform and you want to advertise yourself, you can't do it with money. You have to use it with. Coin. That's interesting. Some sort. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things with coins that people are like. They're putting too much mm-hmm. uh, emphasis, emphasis on, on the coin or the blockchain, and I'm glad they exist. Believe yeah, it or not. they they're like a they're like a check in my in my mind against certain things. Like I remember when Bitcoin, one of the big time boosts from Bitcoin was um, China. Uh, no, it was a uh, was it Sicily or something in the, uh, in Italy where something happened in the eurozone. And everybody put their shit into Bitcoin and just fucking skyrocket. I don't remember what it was. I think that was was that during the when when Greece was about to yeah, go bankrupt. Yeah, it was that. Hmm. And they every all the because all the people, a bunch of people in Greece started being started not having faith in the in the banking systems. They so they started putting money in Bitcoin. Yeah, that's what it was. I, I knew it was some somewhere in Europe. That uh, and it just boosted it completely, and it just kept going after that point. Like it was mostly China, yeah. And and a side note from that. So, when that happened back in 2015, the price at Bitcoin was trading for about 250 dollars. Wow. And then it, and then it just went crazy. Damn. I wonder if anyone made a bunch of money off of that who who was like just literally trying to save their life savings. I know and they're guy. like, I'm going to put it into Bitcoin, and then Bitcoin goes up to like $16,000. They're like, huh. I know a guy who did. Interesting. And now he's he runs a similar like set of uh, mining communities. Nice. So. Well, it's see, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, imagine like the, the person who just owns like a, a little small business in Greece. And they're, they, put a bun- they put their life savings because they're scared the bank's going to collapse or whatever. They put it in Bitcoin. And then it goes up to sixteen thousand dollars, and you're like, "Huh? I'll probably buy the bank then." <laughs> yeah. Like, well, now I own the bank. <laughs> it's fine. I'm gonna give you a bailout. <laughs> it's okay, Germany. We don't need you. Yeah. We don't need you, Germany. <laughs> but we have sausage. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. I. My last point on the cards will be: it'll probably be a while before I upgrade. I don't need to. Yet. I just want to wait for it to be like two hundred dollars cheaper. You heard it here first. That makes sense. Jason yeah. says to wait and see. Well, I mean, yeah, you should. That, I mean, that's the thing, though, right? Like the the cards don't really drop in price. It, they don't drop in price. If they raise in price, it'll be like okay. Well, I guess yeah. I'm not buying cards for yeah. a while. Well, and the only raise in price, like MSRP, doesn't raise, right? Yeah, like it's. Uh, isn't it usually like third party sellers that are raising the price because the places that you buy it are out of stock? Yeah, right? pretty much. So it's like Amazon's out of stock because someone bought them and then put them on Amazon as a third party seller and they raise the price for them. I can't even find ten uh, pre orders of twenty eighties on Amazon anywhere. 
Not even Gigabyte has any. No, they're yeah, really they're only directly through the yeah the manufacturers so and far. And EVGA. Yeah, yeah. I love EVGA. I do like them too. Our spirit animal. <laughs> EVGA is my spirit animal. They are. I cast a Patronus, what? and there's just a EVGA card that comes out. Yeah, is that what it would look like? Is it, it just like a be a giant card? Four fans. And it follows me around. Okay, it's that makes sense. Face. It blows the Dementors away with its its in superior graphics quality and cooling system. That makes sense. Yep. Well, what do you think, guys? I think we had a good show. I do too. Yep. You I'm know? happy with it. Sweet. All right, everyone, don't uh, don't let your kids set yourselves on fire. And uh, and play well. Su- subscribe play to well. us on YouTube, Google Podcasts, and iTunes instead. And all is iTunes better? Just all the places. All of the places. Oh, Basically, okay. all the places that you are able to subscribe to us. Go ahead and do it, and then keep watching our show. Thanks, everyone. If you got to this point, thanks for listening. See a subscribe button. Smash it. Smash that subscribe. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye.